as you know, we've had Molly Spark on the show a number of times and she uh, competed in God's Own a couple of times. She's part of a group called Fair Youth, which is a squad. But four of that squad competed in the World Adventure Racing Championships. For some of them, it was their first international um, race. It was in South Africa. It was hot. I followed them all weekend, as I know a lot of you did. I've given her a couple of days to rest and recover, but she joins us now. Uh, Molly, look, welcome home, mate. Uh, you're still buggered. Oh, thanks, Gabby. No, it's, it's really good to be back. And, um, yeah, as you can tell, my voice is still a little bit gone, but uh, it's been a week since the race finished, and I've only just started getting my appetite back because I was feeling so unwell. So um, definitely not 100%, but much better than I was a week ago. <laughs> yeah, and we had a lot of our listeners were following, they texting the updates, which was kind of cool. I was refreshing every hour watching your dots. Can you – Can you? I was going to say there was a number of days you were out in the wilderness, but do you look at it as days and nights or do you look at it as one whole chunk? Yeah, we were saying that. I only just realised that we were out there for six and a half days. So the race went, this was the fastest a race has ever gone. I swear we we started and then the next day we finished. So I, I definitely look at it as one big block because I can't even remember most of the race. I'm just, I was just looking back at all the um, at all the different stages, and I and I'm like I'm quite annoyed at myself. I can't even remember most of the stages because I was feeling so un- so sick. So I'm like, oh, just all merged into one basically. <laughs> and and I was watching early days, and it, and it looked like you went out to a pretty fast start. You were leading early on, and then was second, then was third, and. And this is like, I don't know how many teams there were. Was there 80-odd? And you were right up in the top echelon, well, for the whole race, because you finished top 10. Yeah, so there was, a, there was 109 teams that um, that uh, were there, and lots didn't finish purely. Like, I, I have not talked to one team that one, like that all four team members got away with not feeling sick or getting diarrhea or having heat or something like that so it was it was uh pretty full-on but yeah we did go um we went pretty hard out at uh at, at the first um the first two legs the trek and the bike um which probably paid a price because most of us then got uh you know pretty annoyed with the heat and like I got pretty sick so um yeah that's all about learning and learning uh what you should do and I mean, we weren't going too hard, but um, we'd never raced in the heat before. So, you know, we didn't know what our bodies were going to do with that with that heat. So uh, always, always learning for next time. And for some of you, it was your first international race, first world championships. And But I think most importantly, which I didn't really comprehend the magnitude, was it was the first, what they call, is it unassisted? So you were just completely self-sufficient, no intervention, no one helping with supplies, no one giving guidance. You were just stuck there on your own. Yeah, so yeah, first, first ever international race, which in itself is, um, is massive. And then, um, yeah, so we'd never done a race before this big that's um, what's called unsupported. So we had no support um, with, you know, helping uh, tape our blisters or helping us get food at transition. 
So we actually enjoyed unsupported better than supported because, I mean, we got more into race mode. There was no one to, you know, help us if we were really, really tired or, you know, to wake us up when we're, when we're falling asleep. So, and we really enjoyed um, being able to get food on the course. That was really exciting, you know, going into a little South African dairy and giving over our rand and getting chips and pies and yeah, so that was that was just made it extra special getting um, getting food like that uh, on the course. Yeah, there, there was someone there giving us updates on Facebook on the Fair Youth Facebook page, and I think it was day two, and they said how crook you were, and one of the blokes was bonking, which was interesting. I thought you couldn't do that when you're racing, but it means something. <laughs> to, means something different. But you were you were in a bit of world of hurt, and and I think they described it as you were sweating so much because it was so hot and you just lost all your electrolytes and all your salt and then you couldn't eat to replace it. Um, do you remember going through that pain? Yeah, I actually remember the exact moment where I was like, oh, so we, were going, we were going so well and I was like, oh, my tummy doesn't feel too good. I didn't really say anything. I kept, you know, I was just like, oh, yeah, just race nerves or something like that. But I wasn't actually sweating that much. It wasn't um, a sweating heat because you always kind of got your cap on and stuff. But because I was drinking so much, I was just losing all my electrolytes in my body. And I, because the boxes that you had had to be 25 kilos and under um, for the resupply boxes that would go between transitions, I chucked out all my electrolytes, didn't I? Because it was way too much. So, um I had no electrolytes. I was just drinking water. So that's something that uh, we hugely, hugely um, learned that your body actually needs electrolytes. And I, you know, those first two legs um, coming off that bike ride, I was just, I, I think I ate a muesli bar, one muesli bar in, in nearly 48 hours. So I was, uh, yeah, I just could not eat or drink anything my my whole body was just basically shutting down. So, um, yeah, that kind of got me got me good. But after that, I um, I ate some food and ate some salt and got better. But um, I think that knocked me a little bit during the whole race, purely because, therefore, my body just did not want food. So I ate. But I do not know how I did the race and kept up because I, I did not eat very much that race. And that's not a good thing. But I just couldn't. I just the only food I could eat was the food at Transitions, which was just delicious, you know, burgers and stuff like that. But we didn't have that on the course. So. <laughs> and as we know, you're, you're quite a small human, and, and the boys in your team, they're all lean and thin. Um, but yeah. you, you probably all lost a lot of weight because it's monster exercise. And as you say, the oppressive heat. Um, yeah, yeah. Were you all skin and bones when you finished? <laughs> Yeah, the, we were, and even um, Finn goes, "Oh my God, I've got no legs left. Like, lost all of our muscle." And but um, it's all part of it. I mean, it'll come back sooner rather than later with all the food that we're eating now. But um, during the race, it's not very nice when you look in the mirror at the end and you're like, "Oh my God, what happened to me?" <laughs> but um, yeah, no, my legs swelled up so much that. Um, at the end of the race, I looked like I had my legs triple in size, but now swelling's gone. I'm like, where's my legs gone? <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, um, 
you can't let that um, dull your sparkle because it's all part of the experience. And um, yeah, all the all the negatives outweigh all the um, all the positives outweigh all the negatives. Otherwise, we wouldn't keep coming back for more, would we? <laughs> How long do you think? Like, I don't know that you've felt as crook in a race as you did before, and, and every competitor, uh, not not just your team, but all the teams, were just saying how. Goddamn hot it was, and it's probably something you can't you can't prepare for. So you talked about yeah. lessons. You, you learned about electrolytes, which you're probably giving yourself an uppercut. You didn't think about that before it all happened, but um, yeah, the whole team suffered in different ways. And I saw a video of you in one tent somewhere, and I was looking at you, and you were just staring blankly at the camera, and you were yelling at Finn to wake up, and um, <laughs> you all looked a little bit grumpy. Yeah, well, at that stage, I don't think we were grumpy at that stage. We were just so tired. We hadn't slept in a very long time. And um, the, 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 about two hours before that, we, um, we were almost at transition and we took a wrong turn and we basically got lost for another two hours. And teams passed us and everyone was getting stressed. And basically, it was like a brother and sister relationship. We were all just not yelling at each other, just getting a bit grumpy and a bit tired and a bit hungry and we were all just wanting because we had to get to that transition to sleep because we had a we had a penalty but we had to um, sit for two hours because we wrote down the wrong um, checkpoint number but that's all right and um, so we knew we couldn't sleep on course because there was no point because we could sleep in our penalty box but um, yeah we were just a little bit uh, tired but after that sun came up and we were hoofing along because it was our last leg and we were all ready for a big big speed afterwards. But, yeah, it was, it was hard. The heat was just relentless. Like, we've never – you know, 42-degree heat was one time in, in the desert and the water was – you imagine New Zealand water times a 1,000 tasting growth <laughs> and plus, plus grit and mud in it, and it was just – oh, like, you would – You'd be so thirsty, but you wouldn't want to drink because the water was that gross. Is it true that one of your teammates fell asleep while riding his bike? All four of us did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Down this, it was quite funny. Down this massive hill, like, and you, like, if you were alert, you would be, um, you know, it, you'd have to be onto it. But we were just so tired. We were. None of us knew, but all four of us hallucinated down this hill. And like I remember kind of waking up halfway through the hill and then seeing the boys in front of me going, oh, my God, how did I just comprehend? Like, I was falling. I was asleep, but I was comprehending riding and braking and turning. And it, it's really it, it's a strange, strange thing. You you literally can't explain it until you're, until you're in it and you're that sleep deprived because it's, it's, it's so bizarre. It's really bizarre. Wow. So tell me at the end yeah. of the race, and you all sit there, and I watched the post-race interview with all your guys, and I would love to hear more from you, but your voice was cocked, so so you couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> talk. Tell us about the 24 hours post-race. Was it was it eating and sleeping? What was, what was the 24 hours after the race like? 24 hours after the race, um, we basically didn't move. We slept. For the whole time, basically, we were on the bed sleeping, and luckily Finn and 
then mum and dad were there, so they were amazing. They cleaned all our shoes, they unpacked our bags, they they carried us to the toilets, they carried us to the showers. Um, but I would love to say that I was eating for 24 hours, but I was so sick after the race. I literally, I couldn't eat. I could eat, but I just felt so sick. And then me and me and Josh then got diarrhea after the race. So mm. <laughs> Dean and Finn had it during the race. So it went through our whole team. I know it went through multiple teams. Um, yeah, so it took about three or four days for my appetite to fully come back. Um, so it was quite nice when I was like, oh, my God, eating something without wanting to throw up afterwards was quite nice. But now the appetite's back and I'm starving. So <laughs> after this phone call, I'll probably go get another snack already in my at 9.44 in the morning. <laughs> so now you've had the time to let it all sink in. Mate, you were... Your your youthful team, Fair Youth, um, 19 and mm. 20 years old, and you finished ninth in your first ever World Champs, over 100 teams, lots of them didn't finish. You've hallucinated mm. downhills, you've drunk muddy water, you've had diarrhoea, you've had manky feet. You must be pretty damn proud collectively to finish ninth in the world in your first crack at it. Yeah, we, I mean, reflecting on it like that, I re- we haven't really, you know, sat down and gone, wow, we just we just got top 10 in the world. Like, we haven't really said that. But, I mean, I've thought about it quite a bit just in my own head. And, I'm, yeah, I'm so – we're absolutely, um, like, so, so happy and proud of ourselves. And we can't wait to be able to, you know, learn from all of our um, uh, our mistakes and all of, um, all of that to just get better and better each year. But, yeah, nights is pretty amazing and we're, we were absolutely – so happy about it and we're just so grateful for all the support that you know we felt the support from New Zealand from from the people telling us how much you know people were commenting and stuff so it's a bit, of, bit overwhelming looking back at all the messages but I think I've got back to everyone so um yeah, thank you, everyone. Yeah, we had a lot of listeners here texting in, as I said <coughs> earlier, and um, really following this journey. Now, I want you to get yourself right, and I want you to get properly fed and want to get properly rested, but the little competitor that loves the sufferance that is Molly Spark, <laughs> have you got anything on your calendar that you think, oh, I hope I'm ready to go and race in that? Is, is that on the target? Yeah, so we're hoping to go to um, True West, I think it's at the end of this month or the start of next month. I can't even remember. I haven't really looked at the calendar um, just yet, but we're hoping to go to um, some overseas races next year that we've had an opportunity to go to, uh, that we've had an opportunity to um, to head over, I think, one of them, Expedition Oregon, which is in America, and hopefully Expedition Ozark. But fair use is actually, not me, but... Um, some people, uh, some team members in the squad are heading over to the Philippines in about four weeks' time, which is just, uh, I think it's a three-day event in the Philippines, which is exciting. So they will be able to get their their overseas experience um, seeing they couldn't come to the, um, the World Champs. And they'll get the heat experience in the Philippines. Don't you worry about that as well. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Molly. I know. I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't really want to do another race in the heat just yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
look, um, we couldn't be more proud and more happy for you and the whole Fair Youth Collective. It's such a cool initiative and you've got some great team members and, uh, of course, you're our favourite one here on SENZ, <laughs> Molly. We will stay in touch, rest up, eat up and um, just massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, no, thank you so much, Stephen. I was, I truly was thinking about you um, during the race, thinking how many times is Steffi waking up during the night? And, yeah, so um, I may be hallucinating and sleep deprived, but I am quite conscious on those races. So <laughs> You did good. Yeah, and finish top 10. It's I think in, in the future you will look back and maybe say that was – even more awesome than what you're thinking it is now as you as you get better and better and faster and faster. You've had a great start to your adventure racing career, um, you and your team. Yeah. So go well, rest up, and uh, big congrats. Cheers, Daffy.